Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Luna Love of the Podcast acknowledges the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded the Araqual people of the Bunjalung Nation, and pays respects to Elders past, present and emerging. I'm your host Jordana Levine and I have five Gemini placements in my natal chart which means I was born to guide you through the energy of this week's full moon in Gemini. It also means I get bored very easily, consider myself a bit of a smarty pants, I'm a chronic overthinker and I'll flirt with inanimate objects if you leave me alone with them for long enough. Before we dive in to this moon, I have a very special Lunar Lover online event I'd like to invite you to. It's called Align with 2023. And in this event, we're going to reflect on some of the major astrological themes of 2022 and then look ahead to the significant astrological transits taking place in 2023. The beauty of this event is that you are able to find out how these particular astrological transits will affect you according to your natal chart and how you can make the most of these powerful planetary alignments. We always get to choose how we experience planetary energy and it's helpful to be aware of how we can grow and evolve with these transits. Knowing what they are in advance allows you to put your best emotional, spiritual and psychological foot forward. We're then going to conclude the event with a powerful, deep visualization technique that I've been working with over the past few months. Um, And the intention of that is to create this really beautiful vibrational frequency around a 2023 that you're excited to walk into. So, look, this event is basically like having a transit reading at a third of the price. You will be using your natal chart, um, and I'll walk you through how we're going to do that, but you'll be using your natal chart to see how you will be affected by these particular transits because everyone will be affected differently. There are some monster transits happening next year. (laughs) Are we surprised? No. We've got eclipses, of course. Um, And it's interesting. We've got half the eclipses still occurring on that Taurus-Scorpio axis that we've been 
uh, experiencing all through 2022, but it also begins to make the shift on to the Aries Libra nodal axis. We've got two um, eclipses in Aries and Libra. So we'll walk through those and who's going to be affected most by them. We've got a Venus retrograde and i got to say, like, of all the retrogrades, I the last two Venus retrogrades we've had, there was one in 2020 um, and we had one late 2021 into early 2022. I've had major things occur in relationships with both of those retrogrades. Um, so I'm going to walk you through what we can expect from this one and who will be affected the most by it. And then there's much to discuss around Saturn, Pluto and Jupiter. They're changing signs um, and you'll want to be ahead of that so you can make the most of those huge planetary shifts. I've been, look, I've been doing predictive, they call it predictive astrology, which it kind of is, but don't think of predictive as in psychic. It's basically like, let's look ahead at what's going to happen so that we can put our best foot forward to be able to handle it yeah sometimes just having the awareness that's what I love so much about this podcast just having the awareness of what the energy might be and how we might be affected means that there's not so much of a shock when we start to feel those energies arise we go oh okay all right that's all right I've got some perspective here that's because Saturn is changing signs and Saturn is square my moon or whatever it might be All right. So if you would like to join me for that event, which is going to be so fun, just click the link in my bio um, and you can join that or head to the Lunar Lover Instagram, Luna double underscore lover and click the link in the bio and you can get to the event there as well. Oh, and I forgot to tell you, it is on Tuesday, December 13 at 7 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Of course, it's best to be there live so you can ask me all the questions. But if you can't get there live, um, if you sign up and buy your ticket, you will receive the recording hours after the event has concluded. All right, my loves, let's jump in to the Gemini full moon. The full moon in Gemini will take place on Thursday, December 8 at 3.08 p.m. in Sydney. 4.08 a.m. in London and on Wednesday, December 7 at 11.08 p.m. in New York. Where doth one begin with Gemini? I <laughs> I have to be mindful that when I do Gemini podcasts, I don't spend the entire episode defending one of the more challenged signs of the Zodiac. I say challenged because they themselves are not challenged, but because everyone seems to challenge them, much like Scorpio, <laughs> we tend to get attacked in pop astrology. Um, yeah, Gemini and Scorpio get a bit of a bad rap. But of course, all the signs have their strengths and weaknesses, their light and shadow. But perhaps none more than Gemini, for they are the personification of the polarities, of differing perspectives, the twins. Classically, The twins are representative of the two sides of the self, not good and evil, as some would have you believe, but rather our human selves and our soul self, the tangible and the intangible, the intellectual and the spiritual. 
The twins are essentially trying to understand each other. And they do this by witnessing, conversing, listening, reading each other, attempting to understand the other's perspective. No detail is too small. No gesture goes unnoticed. No trail is too meaningless or cold. Gemini sees it all, then deciphers it, picks it apart and puts it back together. (laughs) Which can mean it's really quite intense being around a Gemini, right? Gemini is born to perceive and there is so much to see, to know, to read, to absorb. And we are in Sagittarius season at the moment and perhaps you're thinking, Oh, they're keen learners, these two. They're so alike. Yes and no. Gemini and Sag are opposing signs. And this always happens with a full moon. Yeah, the moon is opposite the sun when it's full, which is why it's important when discussing the energy of a full moon to factor in its place within the opposing season. In this case, Sagittarius season. Gemini is not really a thinker, rather a perceiver. And Sagittarius is less an observer, more an experiencer. Where Sagittarius is the philosopher, contemplating, finding meaning, exploring foreign lands, Gemini is the journalist, seeing, collecting, watching. Gemini is collecting facts, where Sagittarius is collecting truth and meaning. Gemini is gathering clues to make sense of the world, where Sagittarius is gathering experiences to find meaning in the world. Here is a Gemini hack that's taken me 38 years to learn, and I want it to be your guiding light during this Gemini full moon. Life doesn't have to make sense. Experiences don't always have to have meaning. Give the universe permission to not always be logical. An astrology mentor once told me, Jord, when you are confused, when you fail to understand or pin meaning to an experience or person, that's when you are truly free. That's when you're on track. She went on to say, witness it, sure, see it for what it is but release the desire to have to figure it out. Stop thinking and just observe. Now, she was pointing out all my Gemini and Mercury traits, but it was better than therapy. And it's a day-to-day struggle for me, but something I always come back to. Stop thinking and just observe. It's a good reminder under this full moon. The mantra for Gemini is, I think, and yes, intellect is their superpower, but it doesn't mean it's their saving grace. Not when it's just their thoughts. When the twin focuses on its own thoughts only, that can equal overwhelm meltdown. (laughs) And this is why the twins are known as the communicators of the zodiac. They want to know what you're thinking too. So they ask questions. They listen. They inquire, why? Tell me more. How does that make you feel? 
They want the full experience from the mouth of the experiencer. So what does all this mean for the energy of the full moon? Well, it's important to note that Mars is also in Gemini at the moment activating this full moon and you may remember that Mars is in retrograde which means the planet of action of determination drive and desire is a little sluggish (laughs) and it's likely to charge this full moon energy in a very Marsy way keep an eye on short fuses frustration stalled motivation Difficulty directing our energy in the way we intend. If this happens, it's important to come back to those Gemini twins. Honor all sides of yourself, the physical, tangible human you, as well as the unconscious, ethereal or seeing spiritual you. Our energy is limited with Mars in retrograde. So it's really important to be aware of where you're wasting your energy. That's physical, emotional, psychological, and spiritual energy we're talking about here. Both full moons and retrogrades are a great time for reflection and releasing old patterns, behaviors, and relationships that no longer serve us. And with Gemini, it's important to look at this from all sides. If you feel those very Mars-like emotions of anger and frustration, find a channel for them that isn't another person or yourself. With Mars and the moon in Gemini, it might feel like yelling at someone will be cathartic, but I encourage you to express yourself in other ways. Channel the energy through your physical human body. Yeah, so run, punch a pillow, dance, do some star jumps, whatever you need to exert those emotions physically. Then perhaps channel the emotion through something creative like art or poetry or journaling or painting. Then if your mind won't switch off, a la Gemini, (laughs) then consider writing all your thoughts down, um, maybe talking them out with a trusted confidant and consciously trying to consider the full spectrum of perspectives. I personally find this so helpful to diffuse the intensity of where I'm directing my anger. I've had a few conversations in the past few weeks in natal chart readings around boundaries. Depending on your Mars placement and also aspects to your Neptune, boundaries can be something that you have to work with throughout your life. We all need boundaries, but some of us find them easier to assert than others, yeah? Under a Gemini full moon, the key to setting effective boundaries is communication, especially when it comes to setting them around other people. And with Mars being so active under this full moon, you're going to need your boundaries. From what I've heard from others, the uncomfortability of setting boundaries comes from the fear of what other people will think. But the beautiful thing about effective communication is that it leaves no ambiguity. As a Gemini, ambiguity is my nemesis. Yeah. Also, I think my Virgo moon probably plays into that as well. 
if something is ambiguous, I cannot rest until I can make sense of it or have clarity. Now, we've already established that confusion is sometimes a blessing. Yeah, you don't have to find the meaning. You don't have to understand it. However, when it comes to boundaries, ambiguity is never good. Also, worth noting, it's the final full moon of 2022, yeah? It's been a big year astrologically. It's time to flush out and release all the things we're not taking into 2023 with us. I've had some lessons culminate right at the end of the year. Stuff I thought I'd learnt and apparently I haven't. Um, And I'm excited to finally graduate and bid that shit farewell. (laughs) Perhaps you can relate. Perhaps you have something similar that you're working with. It's a great time to become a Lunar Lover member. If you're ready to clear some shit before the end of the new year, you will get access to this month's online full moon circle. And it's going to be dedicated to reflecting on 2022 and clearing out what doesn't service as we enter a new year. You'll also get access to some full moon journal prompts, a beautiful full moon yoga class, a library of guided meditations, and so much more. If you'd like to become a Lunar Lover member, all you need to do is click the link in the show notes of this episode or head to jordanalevine.com forward slash Lunar Lover. All right, let's have a look at some ways that we can work with this Gemini full moon. Be the mirror and observe your reflection. The twins can also be seen as the reflection of the one person. So if you see something in another that irks or icks you, is it because you're seeing yourself in them? Most of the time it is. But also it's helpful to be the reflection of what someone is offering you. So if someone is speaking, listen. If someone is giving, receive it. Yeah, make sense? All right, communicate clearly. Gemini ruled by Mercury is one savvy communicator, but communication goes two ways. So ensure your words are clear, but also that they are being received as intended. Gemini is the social butterfly of the zodiac, but only socialize if it makes you feel good. If it doesn't, by all means, retreat. It is a full moon. I give you full permission. Gemini um, loves interactions, yeah, loves being social and interacting, but it needs to feel nourishing and uplifting. If it doesn't, then take the time during this full moon to get curious about yourself. It's a full moon, so definitely release and let go. Words are super powerful when Gemini is involved, so don't just think what you want to release, but instead put pen to paper. If you're not sure how, again, think about becoming a Lunar Lover member. All right, next week we have an interview with the incredible Emma Carey. You might know her as the girl who fell from the sky. I bloody loved this interview. Emma is so fascinating And the least fascinating thing about her is the fact that she plummeted from a helicopter and landed smack bang into the earth uh, fully conscious. Least interesting thing about her. Great story, great interview, absolutely loved it. So that's next week. And then 
We have the final new moon of the year. It is a Capricorn new moon and we'll also cover Capricorn season in that episode, of course. Don't forget if you want to join me for Align with 2023, the transits event, the link to that is in the show notes of this episode. And if you'd like to book in for a natal chart reading, I've got a few spots left in December. I've just added some new ones. So I think there's three spots there now. And then... Um, January. There's lots of spots in January. It's a really, really, really beautiful way to start a new year. If you'd like to book in for a natal chart reading, you can also find the link to that in the show notes of this episode or head to jordanalevine.com forward slash readings. If you enjoyed this episode about the Gemini full moon, make sure you share it with your friends. You can tag me at Jordana Levine. And tag the Lunar Lover Instagram account at Lunar double underscore lover. Until next week, I'm Jordana Levine and you've been listening to Lunar Lover, the podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 